0: I
1: wish I was looking at your face versus this, but, you know. I can imagine your face, though. It's such a pretty one.
0: Uh, Right back at you, young lady. Right back at you.
1: Um, So, guys, before we get into our recap
0: of episode six, Come Sail Away, which has tons of of really key moments, uh, I realized uh, that we really didn't give you a proper description of how Kelly and I met and our friendship, which really got us to the place uh, of creating this, this magical podcast together. Uh, you know, Kelly, do you want to do the honors or, or shall I?
1: Okay. I I can, how about I do it because I was let go first. I was fired first and then you were let go slash fired second. So we can just do it in order of these heinous, ridiculous scenarios.
0: Perfect idea. I love it.
1: So just for context, you know, this was a, a digital marketing company that was just failing um, left and right. It was just bad. Um, although Liz and I, as hard workers are we are, we're like, we'll save this ship. Um, Anyhow, so on our Christmas party, they've got some cheese and crackers out and, and music playing. Wine, and, right? And wine a-flowing. Woo! Got my, my plastic low cup. of uh of white wine I believe it was white I I think it was white red I usually drink red but I think like it was white for this for this moment Mm -hmm. so the president of the company this total nut job walks up to me she's like oh uh, darling can I talk to you for a moment like just my office that we have so office on the same floor of the Christmas party like we don't even leave the floor um I say like oh pardon me to the CEO of the company who's in town from New York Liz and a couple other people I walk into her office as HR walks in behind me do you have the wine in your hand is the wine still in your hand wine is in my hand I'm clutching it because what I'm thinking is oh my god did I sexually assault somebody (laughs) and what have I said in an email that is like requiring HR to be kind of scuttling in behind me. And so, okay. So I sit down and she's like, yeah, love. You just like, you know, you have to know, like we're just not hitting our numbers and just anyone who's not attached to any business just like has to go. It's like nothing personal, no. Um, and I'm like, okay. I now then have to, like, are you right? Are you right, love? Um, I then have to exit the, and she's like listen um like typically we'd have like security come and get your stuff but it was a holiday party so there was no security since it's a holiday party like just feel free to just walk out and then you can come back another day to get your stuff and I was like oh that is so thoughtful of you you come up to me I think you actually
0: said something so you walked up to me and you were like I'm out, or you said something sort of cryptic, and I was like, "What?" Oh, really? And like,
1: yes, and I said, "What?" And I think then it literally meant like out of here.
0: I didn't know, but like you have to remember, like under ten minutes earlier, I was like just, just laughing it up with you, and that but you looked crazy, and then I ran out and I left with you because so I was like, "This is crazy." Good
1: guys, hear it, hear it, hear. This doll left that party as crazy as that cheese platter was. <laughs> <laughs> and she followed me over to the Roosevelt Hotel, and we drank, and we laughed, and we cried, and we were like, "Fuck this place!"
0: Absolutely, and that was so that
1: was like my nightmare scenario. Um, Liz, do you want to hear yours? Same sure. company, by the way.
0: Same company, correct. So, um, Kelly is let go in this absurd. You would think we're making it up. Way.
1: Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to add in some Christmas music for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, for, I'm going to say fast forward maybe six weeks. Um, as Kelly mentioned, this was a failing agency. We all knew it. It was rough. I go on a, a much-needed vacation to Italy. Um, I arrive in Italy to text messages from people on my team telling me that they had all been pulled into a room and told that I had been let go. News to me. Um <laughs> I then get a crazy. Like, it's like how
1: many people were reporting into you?
0: Like twelve, and and the worst part about that was was how the, how they I t- felt terrible for them because they like had this information. A couple of them had worked for me before at another company, so they felt yeah, like you they
1: brought them in.
0: Yeah, so like of course they're going to tell me. I then get a crazy call from HR uh, telling me that I'm out, and I am basically. Literally sitting there in Italy with a panini in one hand, wine in the other, <laughs> and uh, so that that was not a great exit. But I will say this, Kelly, you did miss out uh, because when I did go back and had security accompanying me to get all my stuff, shut up! You had security, two guys with me to go no. pick up my stuff. Wait, I don't know that I knew this. Two guys. It was, and then so I'm like hugging my team, and I'm leaving. <laughs> But that's when it hit me, and it seemed to hit Kelly as well, that we would be forever linked for having been horrifically let go in illegal and completely illogical ways from a failing company, which brings us to present day and this podcast. So had we not been let go in illegal ways from a failing company, would they, I don't know this, if this would have existed.
1: It's, it's, it's a beautiful story. And honestly, um, if anyone's ever gone through being laid off or fired in such a bizarre way, or even just in such a banal way, um, what's on the other side of it is so much better for you.
0: You could be in a position to have a podcast with five listeners. So that's for me, that's, I mean, come on, what else could we ask
1: for at this point? Absolutely. Okay, so Liz, like, should we just get into the show? I feel like everyone kind of knows who we are. Should we get into this week's
0: Below Deck? A hundred percent. And that was the only time I'm saying that. hundred <laughs> percent, Kelly.
1: Girl, I want you to say as much as you want. Because it's just that you're fully committed I in am a fully, spherical way.
0: I'm here. I'm here. Do you want to kick things
1: off? All right, Liz. Are you ready for my crew member of the week?
0: I couldn't be more ready.
1: okay so i know this one's super topical between you and i because we just don't see on the same side of the fence but my crew member of the week is our girl
0: mrs chastain (laughs) miss chastain just
1: don't even say it i already know don't i yeah you know it she is totally my girl i think she's so funny I think she delivers the humor that is needed. People are just living their life doing some dumb stuff till she gets in there and just tells everybody what is up. And so my absolute favorite line is, you can have a small penis if you have a big ravine. And like, I was floored by this, floored. I mean, she, Kate absolutely just delivered on that. And then- throughout the show Liz like all these people like could be stupid or dumb or silly but none of them are delivering these like social commentary or these lines or just comedic situations like Liz Ken and or like Kate Ken. no <laughs> Yo, you think I'm funny that was, that was that was that was the world telling me I'm funny maybe that's why like maybe you and Kate are like the people who at first hate each other and then become best friends
0: Ooh. That actually would probably be very, very accurate. But I, I certainly hate her now.
1: So I don't
0: think it could go anywhere but up.
1: So, yes, yeah, so she is my cast member of the week, uh, crew member of the week. I also, um, you know, she could be my crew member of the year, uh, but she definitely won it out this week.
0: Yeah, you are a true Kate loyalist. I give you credit for your consistency. I, I do. I. Before I, I add, you know, my crew member of the weekend, I was going to save this for later, but I, and I'm also a little embarrassed, but I feel like I need to ask you and just get my truth out there. Um, I don't understand what the penis ravine joke is. I don't know what a penis ravine is. I don't understand like the whole thing. I could not, I don't, what, what is that? Lynn. I don't, I don't, I don't oh get my it.
1: Gosh. Okay. So who, what's the name of that hot guy again? Courtney and oh, uh, Brian. Is it Brian. Okay. So Brian. Okay. So I want you right now to take your two hands. Okay. I want you to take the line that runs from your pinky to your palm. So your thumb's facing up and the line that takes your, from your pinky to your palm. Yes, got it. And I want you to, to slap that on both sides of your hip bones. Okay. Do that right now.
0: I literally just did that.
1: Okay, so he has muscles extruding from there and it's like a a water ravine, a muscle ravine pointing straight towards... To his his penis. Penile region. Oh. And so those muscles, like you see like hot guys who like pull their pants down super low so that you can like see that like kind of arrow pointing in. It's the ravine. And so his is incredibly defined and okay. super hot
0: but wait okay second question that I'm also embarrassed about are, am I supposed to assume there's a correlation between a really nice penis ravine and then said size of penis or are those totally separate worlds
1: I think they're separate worlds but I if I see a great penis ravine I'm going to kayak down that, that body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're just going to grab, grab an oar,
1: <laughs> grab a friend, get there as fast as
0: you possibly can. I'm oh.
1: I'm going to explore. I'm going to be like Pocahontas. Oh, God bless you down
0: that river. God bless you. I mean, <laughs> I, this was important for me to understand because I was circling around my shame because like you lo- literally, you go anywhere. The only thing people are talking about, for this episode at scale is this penis ravine stuff and i yes and i'm sitting over here
1: the socials
0: oh the socials are all up in it and they all seem to understand it and yet no one is explaining it and thank god you just did that so now i can pretend how could you
1: not look at his torso and like literally it's like an arrow pointing down to his penile did not see it didn't in any way
0: make the connection was generally confused like now that you've explained it, I get it, but it seems so intuitive to clearly you, to Kate, to most viewers. I was just like, maybe we move on because I'm, I am still sort of get it. I, I mean, I still sort of don't get it. But are, what,
1: are you doing the motion still of slapping your... I,
0: oh, I've done it like 15 times, literally. I'm sitting here. I wish you could see. My corgi is staring at me like, what the hell is this lady doing? Um, Okay, Ugh. so... Penis ravine aside, and thank you for, for your, your help with, yeah, I would say about 60% get it. But, um, for me, this week's, uh, crew member of the week would be Simone. Um, Ooh. yeah, you know, I go back and forth on how I feel about her. Uh, I will say that. She is not only a really hard worker, but she's she's taken a lot of a lot of hits for the team. I mean, I think we talked about it last week, but, you know, she put herself in a position where she was told she's the second stew. She's been stuck in that hellhole of a little prison doing laundry, and she's now starting to stick up for herself. And I don't think this is any fault of Kate's, which, you know, I would love to fault Kate for anything. I think that, you know, she's just good at this. So she's sort of gotten stuck in the role, but I'm happy that she's now starting to vocalize that she'd like to get out, like to be a part of the fun. I do think her service skills are very subpar and I think it's great that she needs to get out there and exercise that muscle. So for me, I'm giving it to Simone. I
1: don't love her, but- Oh, wait, Uh, wait. Can I just talk to you about this? I am so with you. And I love that you're shedding some some love for Simone. Yeah. One of the things that I was like, came up out of the freaking blue where she was like yeah like me and tanner are really pretty like sweet on (gasps) each other i was like where did this come from i've not seen one clip where you guys are like even like remotely flirting nothing or did i see it and i didn't notice no
0: no no because by the way that's so funny i have that in my notes with an enormous exclamation mark like
1: (laughs) what? question mark exclamation mark
0: Literally, I have three exclamation marks in my notes. That is one of the three because I could not be more lost on that topic. It's not like they've hinted at it and she's sort of driving the plot further. This is mention number one, insinuation number one for me, hands down.
1: Uh, You know, so, okay. Can we talk about Simone? Because I think that she um dessert I mean she's second stew she has the most experience Mm -hmm. and um she should be up there and doing it there was the weird thing with Brian and then the other girl kind of just like knows what she's doing right like honestly with Kevin my my older brother did it the best he'd be like oh I uh when he would clear the dishwasher he put like all the dishes in the wrong place um, (laughs) my mom was like I don't want you to clear the dishwasher so yeah. I had to clear the dishwasher, okay? Yep. So like that, is her name Chelsea or Courtney? Courtney. Okay, so that's what Courtney's doing right now. She's like, oh, oh my God, I don't know how to iron stuff. Like I'm going to burn holes in your shit. Oh yeah. Um, And so then second stew, Simone gets stuck doing third Stu do work. I mean, it's really,
0: quite frankly, impressive. Like, I give Courtney a lot of credit. I wish I I would be in that situation, and I wouldn't think to do what she's doing, and I'd be upset about it later. Like, I give her credit. She's doing what she needs to do to survive and be happy, and now it seems like Simone is finally about to do the same, though, don't really see where her story's going, given the fact that out of the blue, she suddenly has, quote-unquote, something going on with Tanner and... We have seen Kate now make out with Ashton, which we desperately need to unpack. So, what?
1: Here's a tip. One hundred percent. Yep. Okay. Mine is here's a tip. Uh, There's a camera. There's a camera watching
0: (laughs) (laughs) you. Wait a minute. Give it to me. Give it to me.
1: Hey, hey, there's a camera watching you.
0: Oh Uh, my god! Don't do something that stupid, Kate. I mean, so, okay. I I don't even know where to start with this. (laughs) I don't know where to start. Okay. I feel like Ashton is clearly the gentleman who enjoys the most intercourse on this boat. That's obvious, right? So he wants it.
1: why do I have to work so hard to get my dick sucked? Oh, my God. I
0: think, I don't know. This is semi-strange for me to say because I've always- What's that? Nothing. I think that generally speaking, when stuff goes down that I'm like, oh my God, like what an asshole. What? He probably was drinking too much. Like I'm the first person to be like, it's an alcohol thing. I have a, like a weird sneaking suspicion that Ashton would have said that dead sober. Like, I feel like he doesn't think that's a crazy thing to say. In the role of Bosun, he does not understand when to shut his mouth. And he doesn't understand limits. But on the same token, like, I did not think Kate would kiss back. And she did. It's not like he forced himself on her. It's as clear as day when you watch that footage. Like, she was kissing back. Like, if a man came up to me that I knew and seemingly in that random of a way and tried to kiss me, I would immediately shove him into a wall. And I think you would do the same, right? So there's, he's a, he's a sex obsessed little horn dog, but Kate was
1: certainly not pushing him away, you know? No, I mean, uh, and like, listen, I'm all down for, you know, you're just, you're, you've got a cocktail in you. You're listening Mm -hmm. to good music. And you want to make a good make out and you're not in a relationship. Go yeah, for it. Do it. Go for it. Another topic that
0: I feel like is really important for us to go through was um, the shaming or attempted deep shaming of Abby from Captain Lee when she goes up for that, like, exit meeting. Um, whew. I mean, a couple things. First of all, I actually agree with Captain Lee that There's protocol. She is a wimp, quite frankly, and she should have at least stuck it out for another charter or two. So it does say stuff about her character. But the fact that he doesn't just say that, he then goes on to say, and I want the world to know that you are in paradise in this job. People would just do this for free. And I'm like, stop, stop the presses. Who in their right mind would go on that boat, work 16 hour days for free. Like he just, he does himself no favors. Like he says what's true, then he has to go another step further that makes him look like an asshole. Like, would you do that job for free? I certainly wouldn't.
1: No, I would not do the job for free. It's crazy. And maybe he, like, he has got this big ego. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? You're going to quit on me, kid? I yeah. quit on you.
0: Totally. Totally. He gets in his own way. And, like, I'm really sick of this whole Captain Lee is a hero, the stud of the sea. Like, prove to me you're a good leader because, as of yet, I see an angry, lonely man. That's it. I
1: see a walrus in the (laughs) bird's nest that somebody's taped sunglasses on. And... And it's just, you like yelling into a microphone. That's what I see. Oh or yelling God. into a walkie-talkie. L- you know
0: what? Now that you've said that, I will never be able to unsee it. Like that, I, that's all I'm going to think in my head is walrus. Okay. Another thing that's key that I, I think I certainly have thoughts on, and I'm dying to hear your thoughts. When Kevin serves this beef tongue, it's a small amount of beef tongue, right? Did they just not tell us that he truly has another entree that he's serving and this is, like, a quick, like, mid-meal, like, tasting platter? Or do we truly think that, like, that was the entree? Because if it were, I would have been starving after.
1: That's just so interesting that you asked that. I I don't remember what he served after. I do remember them, like, really teeing this up and then showing – the nice lady saying, "You know, oh, put this on their preference sheet." Yeah, coming up next, people mm. burn down the boat. Yes. Um, and then uh, so obviously though he turned it around, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's delicious." I mean, I feel like beef tongue's kind of like pork belly. It's not like it's not like a. It can be a main dish, but like when you're having like three other main dishes. Yeah, for
0: sure. Like in my gut when I watched that, and like just like you, like the girls, like who put this on their preference sheet? And then we come back, and of course, they're like, oh, it's so tasty. Like, I feel like that's a producer plant. And then like he comes back up with like a filet or like lobster or some shit after they like try that. But I thought that was pretty cheap. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I, the fact that they like don't draw it out, the fact that they, they assigned at least seven minutes of this episode to this horrible decision on kevin's part to make the tongue and then they within like five seconds of them eating it they suddenly love it i just felt pretty let down by that i was like what what am i doing here you know
1: so you know what you you planted the seed in me and now i'm like thinking it kate needs to take the reins of the gosh darn producing and move out from her little stew outfit and she needs to produce this shit and like cast the right people and find the right people because if like if your if your issue is gonna be beef tongue mm-hmm. and then everything's fine, like come on, I need better than that. I my one of my favorite 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 ones is with Malia <sighs> and Wes mm-hmm. and Chef Adam, and like no producer could have planned that right. We're like Malia hooks up with Adam, fabulous and then she gets on the boat, and then like dates Wes. and like right. honestly, like that's the that's the quality I'm looking for in casting. Bravo. Like, you know, we just haven't hit that with this, so that's why my girl Kate, I feel like, is carrying it and her narration of it. But if we switch her to production casting, all of this, I think we'll just get a quality performance. You know, I think that is
0: spot on. And while you're saying that, I was thinking. You know, on the whole, Med does a fantastic job of setting up drama that I want to follow. And you look at, like, the last couple seasons in general of, you know, the main blow deck. It sort of feels a lot like this. Like, after the days of Leon and Rocky, like, I don't go to main below deck anymore for the drama as much as I go to Med. I bet you they are different production staffs. Kate, if you're listening... I think, and certainly Kelly thinks, you need to go and have a conversation with your agent because there is a whole other world out there waiting for you on the production side. I mean, it. You're you're right. Like that, that's that's what you should be doing, and that would probably that would give us the opportunity to want to continue to do this podcast and have it not just be one we focus on with with Med like, and Hannah too. You look like to me, Hannah is certainly like a front facing like in front of the camera. Gal, I don't think she has the smarts that Kate has to be a producer, but mm-hmm. she in front of the camera. I feel like Hannah is a is a mess. The way I want my chiefs do to be a mess. Kate's oh. in too much control.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's that's Liz. That is it. Okay, so I want to wrap up this week's episode by talking about maybe even a wager. Like if you I, if you can think of a good bet we can place. Mm. Who is the net? Who's the replacement that's coming on board? Who's replacing Abby? Right. So, obviously, Lee knows this person Mm -hmm. and is like, hey, uh, I know you couldn't come in the beginning of the season, but, like, can you come now? We really need somebody. It's one of his deckhands. Who do we think it is?
0: So, here's the thing about that, too. Ashton also knows. So, clearly Mm -hmm. it's someone… When Ashton was like, Roy, can I see C.V.? And he's like, well, you don't need to because you already know it. So I'm thinking, is it somebody more senior that's going to come in and then knock somebody else down, like a Ross, for example? Or is it going to be like a Nico, for example? I would say gun to my head right now, I think it's going to be Ross. And while Ross will have the same skill set, if not more senior, to, to Ashton... I think they'll make a nice, like, bromancy team. So I'm going to go on the record with Ross. What do you think?
1: I'm going to go, and I actually hope it's not him, because I think this guy is just, like, obsessed with drama and uh, Hmm. getting camera time. God. uh, Who is the guy? I think he was Irish, and he had his uh, trans trans partner (gasps) come on. Shit. Who is? I
0: remember him. I totally forgot. Was he on... Med or the main was he on the no, main? No, he was with
1: Lee. He was with Lee. Really?
0: Shit, I really didn't like him, and I totally forgotten about him. But he made great TV. What was that? Guy? I gotta figure this out. What was that guy's name?
1: I could not tell you.
0: Okay, hold on, because that you, that's a hot take. But by my the way. favorite
1: was like when he got allergies and they gave him Benadryl, and then he had like rainbow eyelashes on and was falling asleep.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! I totally forgotten all about this guy. Okay,
1: okay. Lee, uh, Lee, Liz, I got a bounce. I got a flight.
0: All right, all right, guys, we know that uh, we are having to wrap a bit early this week. However, we cannot wait for next week where we will delve into everything. Kelly, get to the airport. I'm gonna get to some alcohol on my end. We're just gonna have a lovely Friday night.
1: Love it, Liz, you are my coworker, friend, below deck confidant, and I'm just so happy to be doing this video. Couldn't have said it better myself.